0: Hello, I'm Izzy Wells, and welcome to Uncovered, where we look at the creative scene in Taiwan. Now, at the end of October, I went along to Art Taipei, one of the biggest art fairs in Asia. It has artists not just from Taiwan but also all over Asia it was a very cool experience and I was lucky enough to speak to one of the artists who was exhibiting there called Gabrielle Ma she is a Taiwanese American artist currently based in New York and I spoke to her to learn more about her work how she started making art and how it's all going. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today, Gabby. My pleasure, Isabella. It's been great to see your work, and I can imagine it's been a very busy couple of days. For those who are listening and have may not a come across your work before, do you mind just giving yourself a quick introduction? Of course, it would be my pleasure. My name is Gabby and I'm um, the first time
1: showing at the Art Taipei 30 years and I'm a New York based abstract artist represented by b Art Gallery here in Taiwan and it's a very rare opportunity for me to be able to join the show and I've bring like about over 10 pieces of um, abstract acrylic works to show here and I love how it's been going so far. And I'm
0: very happy to share my art experience and art journey with you guys here. You have a very special story about what drove you to kind of pursue making paintings and and things. And Uh can you tell me more about that story? Of
1: course. I always love art and plus music. When I was like, uh, in my early ages, I actually started um, playing piano a lot. I I dreamed of being, becoming a pianist. And then, but here and there, I also loved drawings and painting and making crafting. And me and my sister always like sometimes fighting over materials of what we wanna use for our paintings. (laughs) I remember. And then somehow um, I started um, just venture into studying different subjects. And I, after graduating from college, I went to work at Sotheby's and art galleries. And that was uh, the turning point that, hey, I say to myself, I want to do more about art. So I then I landed, uh, I went back to California and study um, arts, um, Eastern Asian art history, got my master and then continue my PhD study, though I didn't finish, but at UC San Diego. Wow, that's um, very impressive. <laughs> it was a couple of years. And then I went uh, moved to New York to work in an uh, art and fashion communication um, agency. But it was because of COVID, so I moved back to Taiwan and accompanied my mom. Um, during that time, she was discovered to have Parkinson's. So the doctor says it's better that for the family to accompany her and do Uh, some therapeutic activities or anything that can keep her spirit up. So me and my sister somehow uh, discovered discovered that, hey, art is so fun. We should just help as a mom to continue doing this with us. So in the beginning, we prepared the watercolor book. We would draw the background, the watercolor background, and, and guided my mom to kind of use her her hand to draw the lines or add or fill in the colors and we had so much fun during that time and the time passes like one hour a day like every other day and we just have like different um designs for her so i can tell that by doing this her spirit is very happy like she wants although she cannot she couldn't um, express herself well but through colors and through our collaborative works with between family members sometimes we ask my dad to join too oh, yeah. <laughs> and my dad my dad would say okay he he draws the best like he knows exactly how to draw oh, Really? yes it, it was, it was very a creative fun. family <laughs> in a way my dad thinks so but we'll check on what we'll check that later yeah so i think art is a way that i and that can bound the family together. And for my mom's situation especially because she's suffering a lot from the disease, somehow art just keep our spirit up. So it was about the art therapy that I found that, hey, I, I want to help, maybe I can help more people. So I, I somehow really delve more into color study and starting by doing abstracts, um, filling out more colors in different designs. I do it regularly And eventually, uh, my friend introduced a gallerist to me, which is my current gallerist representative, Nicole, who is also the director of Bifine Art Gallery. She encouraged me so much and she said, Hey, you have great potential. Why don't you continue doing this? And then so um, I mean, Isabella. It's just like a, a turning point, another turning point in my life that I'm saying to myself, yes, if I can help my mom, then I want to really express such magical healing power to the world and let everybody know that actually art can be really appreciated by everybody and it's not difficult and uh, it can help so many people who's suffering or who's like having difficult time in life
0: um so i think my art has a mission and that's about it i think yeah that's beautiful like the kind of healing value of art and yes and that's really important <laughs> as well because i think sometimes people forget but it is can yeah. really be a way to like and you so- said bring people together here. Yeah, Some people say, hey, I don't know how to draw, or I never,
1: you know, I don't understand art, or I, you know, it's my first time seeing art. Yeah. I, I think, well, well, art is everywhere. Everything is a, a form of art. The way you dress, the way you pick, the way you make decisions, the way you pick up a book, and even the way you think. I, I mean, everything can be abstract, everything can be tangible, but if you appreciate it through your own perspective, and see it from uh, with by using imagination. I think. Art is just right there for you. Even for people who is not familiar with drawing, I think um, we're writing every day or we're typing every day or checking computer every day. The way we interact with the
0: world, if you use a very creative way, I think that's an art too. Uh, I agree. Like, you don't need to be incredible, you know, doing really detailed drawings. It's just a way of expressing yourself, right? Yes, just
1: play with it or handmade things or cooking or anything like that. Yeah, so this is also another way that I think it's important for us to embrace art. Don't think art is really just high art and it's just only fine art. It's the Mona Lisa smile that you see in the <laughs> museum. But somehow when, when you start like, hey, I can make a cake or, or bake a cake or cook a dinner or something and, and, and hand drawing a, a
0: card for my p- family's birthday, that's an art. Yeah. So, was it this experience that you had of of making that art and, and the positive effect that you saw it sort of had yes. on your mom and your family mm-hmm. that made you want to really pursue this? Yes, that's, yeah. uh,
1: that's the thing that, because I, I found that my mom has a direct uh, reaction, even though she has difficulty expressing herself. But when she sees colorful paintings, like, for example, I hand up my paintings all in her room in the beginning. And then my sister also want to show her watercolor pictures in her room. So somehow she reacts to those colors and she can just, you can see the smile on her face or it creates, it invites you to, to let her go into your arts. And I think that's the beauty of it.
0: Yeah, that's really lovely for sure. And you were born in LA, yes. grew up in Taiwan. <laughs> your family have a Vietnamese background. Yes, it's kind of so well. you've got a lot of <laughs> cultural influences going on. Would you say this has an impact on your work at all? Or does it influence it in, uh, yes. in any in way? A way? I consider myself as a
1: global citizen because I've been traveling so much too. I was born in LA because my parents um, went to study and work in the US. And, and then they brought me back to Taiwan um, when I was little, but then I grew up in Taiwan and stayed until I graduated from college and moved back to California to, to pursue my graduate study. Somehow I, just, I spent a lot of time in the US, but I also traveled to Japan and, and, and France where we have family there. So I think I consider myself as a, a modern global citizen that I embrace every, every part of the world and I love traveling. So for example, when I'm checking an, uh, picture, a picture, a certain type of flower, I would see like, oh, is there similar flowers? there there similar species in, in Europe versus in Asia or something like that? I would first start asking a lot of questions like, what, what is it going on on the other side of the planet? like the situation, what is it going on? So um, I think in my philosophy, is like everyone is a part of the world. And right now, especially, there's so much chaos and so much misunderstanding between cultures and fighting. And, and and after COVID. So I think we need to embrace to open up our hearts and to really impress embrace, embrace the, the world
0: and to share more life art instead of fighting with each other. I I yeah, I agree. And and you can see that in your painting, it's got this lovely kind of positive energy and just get great vibes (laughs) (laughs) and you do focus on abstract painting uh and what was the decision behind uh, Um, your you know wanting to pursue abstract painting yeah at first um, I really just um, we sketch
1: we made sketch and it was like sort of picture we check pictures of my mom's old garden um, because she really loved gardening she was also a flowerist so we really started just checking in her um, the, the old pictures and wanted to bring up those old uh, sweet memories. And uh, I also started sketching the flowers and did some online classes or went to um, uh, study in the classroom. And somehow I feel like flower itself is very auspicious. It accompanies our life and uh, it's a very... Um, it has a very endearing and sweet relation to our our living life. So when I try more and more sketch, I somehow find like, hey, it's interesting if I can just expand, you know, to really capture the essence of the flower spirit. This is is like bringing up blessings and connecting people from different cultures. So somehow through that idea, I want to find like a more abstract ideas, like how to express the essence of
0: flowers. That's how I started. Uh, Amazing. And, you know, abstract painting is, as you've said, it relies on people's own personal interpretation, which is also something that's really beautiful about it. Yes. And so what do you hope to evoke in the viewers?
1: Because and the, when you see my painting closely, there's a lot of surprise. Like, it, it can be an image of a flower, but somehow it's, uh, people also say that, hey, they see jellyfish, they see sushi, they see some food, <laughs> they see the... The way that I, I construct my painting is not very settled. It's like it invites all kinds of imagination and interpretations. So I think, in a way, it's it's very welcoming. It can become more than flowers, something in the nature, but it can also become something that makes you make people happy and think of their exploring them more in their
0: imaginative worlds. Um, that's my goal. Because some people regarding like abstract art, they don't necessarily get it or they find it kind of hard to access. How do you balance that accessibility with, you know, allowing people, yeah. So um, abstract
1: art was was still uh, an idea. Actually, all the abstract started from figurative. I mean, for, for an artist, like in my situation, like you have to have a figurative idea. For example, I started focusing on flower. It's an, a substance. it's um, a figurative thing. But the idea is that uh, you use your imagination and, and you see through colors, you see through the forms and the lines, the dots, that you try to find meanings on the canvas. If you can tell a story, I think it's very subjective. Some people can say, oh, what it is, and some people cannot. But abstracts connect directly to you
0: through those um, colors and forms. So that's a magical part of it. Would you say through this process, you, as an artist, have you changed anything about your work? Maybe, you know, at the start, which you felt like, oh, that doesn't work anymore, or or kind of, how have you progressed, I guess, in in the things that you do? Yeah, in the beginning, I started by depicting, like,
1: using color field. That means um, it's uh, geometric shapes, that I paint only geometric shapes in the beginning of my practice and I study the color combinations and what's what works with each other, what doesn't work. So that's how I started. But somehow through the progression of time, I grew out of the geometric shapes. I think like, hey, I want to delve more into the real world, the shapes in the real world, like flowers, while well, we're always drawing trees and things. So it, it's like a little kid starting like, hey, I understand the world through only the forms but somehow um, I learn more about the world and I want to put in my own interpretation in it so any shape can have a different meaning to me
0: and that's how I started. Uh, somehow I, I progress it and have fun with it. Yeah, amazing. In your, in your pieces you have an amazing use of color love, that gives it that kind of positive, vibrant energy. How do you go about choosing your colors? Thank you, Isabella. Mm-hmm. You have such a great interpretation
1: of my <laughs> my, my paintings. It's pretty um, free, like in a way, like it depends on my mood, depends on a lot of things I would prepare. When I first start painting, I prepare myself better. I would like, for example, to clean up things or to really make myself most comfortable in a situation that I can start painting. And then I face my work, Then Then I face the canvas so i think it's a very intuitive like in a way that it's like um practicing uh, a kind of ritual i would say it's a ritual and then the colors are are usually just i would i collect like thousands of images and then like i would just go around new york cities or when i was in california i collect um flowers and stuff like that just some fun stuff So the colors are really a combination or reflection of what I was thinking during that
0: time. And you also like to work with acrylic paints. And what's the reason behind that? Good question. (laughs) I think acrylic is relatively new
1: and it dries very quickly because I love layers and layers and I'm still not so senior in my practice. So I, I, I want to experience uh, experiments with a lot. With acrylic, I just easily can layer on colors and there's so many mediums in acrylic. For example, I added fluid medium and that uh, medium that can uh, make acrylic more versatile and it has this flowing special characteristics. So there's a lot of different fun part of acrylic. I like let me to start with very easily, and then um, to experiment more. At the end of my painting practice, I would put on high gloss varnish, and so to make my painting look somewhat glossy. But the color it brings out the vibrancy of the color. So I would like my paintings to feel very modern, in uh, easy to let people to interpret it. And, but it has its own characteristic, very
0: courageous and very strong. And that's, that's the way I want to go. And then and you do see the amazing layering that you do because of Yeah, the, some like, people would even want to touch it. <laughs> and um, it's the last day of Art Taipei and it's uh, the 30th anniversary that it's yes. been going on. Yes. What has the experience been like for you over the last couple of days?
1: Yeah, it, it feels, at first, it felt overwhelming because we had like about 150 galleries from different parts of the world, mainly in Asia, to participate. And especially this is my first time. So I was always like thinking of, oh, how do I invite people? And would they really see my art and something like that. But I think the worries are not necessary because every artist is special. Every one of us has some unique story to tell everybody. I wouldn't say there's good art or bad art. I mean, in order to show in Art Taipei, the committee already need to approve you through the gallery. So if you're selected into the the show, yeah, and that means your your art is really um, being appreciated so I think there's no bad art good art it's just like if people can understand your story uh, resonate with you more so I, I think in a way that's it's, I'm feeling very blessed yeah, to be able you, to show my art, 100%. and
0: Isabella has a great great appreciation, and that's that's really I'm I'm really happy about it. Yeah, and and now I've I mean I was just here for this afternoon, but you I could also witness some lovely interactions with the people that came and watched, and there was an elderly lady and with her daughter I think, and that that was a very sweet inter- interaction, and she was really appreciating the art, and it made you actually think about your own mum, didn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: the 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 One part was that she even, like Rosa, stood up from her wheelchair and her daughter said, Hey, my mom want to stand up and see your picture and stand in front of it and, and take a picture. And the other day, a lady was, after I shared my story, she saw my painting, she started telling us her story, her relations with her mom, who was also suffering from illness. Then she started crying. There's many emotional moments that I witnessed in front of my in the show and especially through my art, and that's the beauty of it. Like, I, I feel
0: like my art can connect and resonate with people. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it, it sounds like it's been a wonderful couple of days. What's next for Gappy? In November, I flew back to New York because my art studio
1: is based in New York, Chebeca. Uh, I would love to get more involved with the New York art community and also to really establish my roots there because that's where I practice my, my art. And later I would still, of course, I would love to travel and to join even more art fairs and find opportunities to tell my stories through art. And I hope you you guys out there would ch- come check out
0: my art. Yeah. My, Uh, Instagram handle is gmararts. Thank you so much for joining me today, Gabby. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. You're a
1: lovely host. Thank you so
0: much. (laughs) And thank you for listening to Uncovered. See you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.